0: Welcome to your Mojas Speaks podcast with your host, Shalonda. This is a conversation about trauma and how it impacts our personal development journeys, taking accountability, and uncovering how foster care and the relationships that we had or didn't have shape who we are and who we will become. This podcast addresses foster care and the system and how foster youth are underprepared for the transition into adulthood. We provide resources and a community to, to discuss the issues with the child welfare system and helping youth make that smooth transition into adulthood to better their life choices and ultimately better their lives. If this pike has interests in you, we ask you to join the community at yamojaspeaks.com on Instagram, as well as Facebook. We are branching out to other social media platforms. And if this resonates with you, we ask to share with any of your networks. Jambo, see jambo Leo. Um, how are you, friend? I am doing great today. Or I'm doing good today. So within this podcast, we're going to discuss um, healthy relationships and being able to recognize the ones that you have that that's going really good before it's too late. I know that for me personally... I have issues that I had to work out and I'm still working them out about abandonment and not feeling as if I had um, enough potential from my paternal side of my parents and so I think that my issues were with men particularly and so I guess I'll explain it later, but a short snippet of this is that I like to be in control. I like to be a person that knows everything about another person and use that to my benefit. And I would go in a relationship um, with my guard up, even friendships with anyone, right? I would go into the relationship with my guard up. And I have a a huge issue with trust. Um, However, some of the people that I have developed relationships with has made it, has made that process easier to, to trust them. And then others have sneaky ways. And so, and I know sneaky ways because I have, I have some sneaky ways myself. So I have to admit that one can recognize another And so it would be certain things that I would just pick up on from people that made me recognize that I probably should pull back and I shouldn't trust them. But then other people had a openness about themselves and I did not. But they had an openness about themselves that allowed me to open up myself and be more comfortable with them. And so I want to address um, relationships and healthy ones from the, the point of, not dealing with your trauma and you're interacting with people from this traumatized place from this hurt place and you're interacting with a person who probably have dealt with this um, and overcame their hurt and pain and so they're they're interacting with you from love in a space of just openness and trying to give and receive as much as possible, and then you're falling a little short, and I'll explain um, where I'm coming from as well. So I did a little bit of research about uh, healthy relationships and how we can recognize them and the authentic, you know, peace that someone is coming into this relationship with their authentic selves, how we're able to look at that and interact with them appropriately and recognize that this relationship that we're forming is healthy before it's too late and that relationship is gone and the only thing that we have left are the memories of how we were open with this person how we are able to share so much about ourselves with this person how we were able to Uh, just be ourselves with around this person and so let's do the things about warning signs red flags and then we'll go into um, um, recognizing some healthy things about a relationship and then we'll follow up with resolving the communication issue that you might have for the person, especially if you're coming from and communicating from a hurt place while they are not. And then we, I'll probably share my um, emotional story about how I came to the conclusion of understanding that I had healthy relationships. I just didn't know that they were healthy because I was coming from a hurt place. So I've been in counseling for almost a year. I've been in a counseling or a therapy for a majority of my life, but this is a time where I'm actually doing the work, right? I'm going through every interaction that I had with someone, how it made me feel, what lesson I learned, and then what lesson I I'm going to take with me so that I don't repeat certain things over again and it's really helping y'all like I'm really feeling like I'm I'm able to just develop in a different way and I think my biggest issue is relationships and so my focus has been relationships and developing healthier relationships but to do that I must look at Prior relationships that I had with people, romantic partners, friends, and how they developed, number one, and then what made them special, what made them unique, and what did I take away from those relationships that I had. Let's go into some of the red flags or the warning signs that maybe it's not a healthy relationship. Um, So most people that you know that you're going to have a disagreement with a friend or a romantic partner, it's bound to happen. Whatever relationship that you have, you're going to have a disagreement. However, it's how you dissolve this disagreement that actually matters, right? And what you do to communicate that you might be upset or you're you're not in a place where you're wanting to open up at that time, right? But the the fights and things about a relationship that you know it's not healthy is where you're obviously upset and the person is not even acknowledging that you are upset. They're not really understanding or caring to even ask you what's wrong. They really don't care at that point um, how you feel or they're not addressing how you feel altogether. That is not a good sign when you're developing a relationship. It could be a friend that they know that something is wrong with you, but they're not kind of inquiring about that, right? And so you can drift apart from people, friends, and romantic partners if you don't feel like your emotions are valid, that what you feel is not important to them. But a really good relationship you know, is about communicating back and forth. So a person when they're able to see that, you know, you're putting up this front for the world to be happy, you're smiling, but underneath that smile, you're really tearing up and you don't have anyone to speak to. And they want to be that person that you go to. They want to be that person that listens to you. And you You are coming from a place of like hurt and pain, so it's kind of difficult for you to be open to that, right? So good communication is being able to recognize and see that your friend or your partner is feeling a certain way and for you to want to be that person that they kind of go to to release those emotions and kind of purge out whatever they're feeling. So warning signs when you definitely do not have a good communication style is of course the cussing, the screaming, the belittling, uh, the overly aggressive nature of saying like you know you don't have xyz especially if you know that this person has been trying extremely hard to accomplish something and You're only spewing venom at them. You're only giving them the worst of the worst that they haven't accomplished their goal yet. They haven't done something yet. This is super terrible in in trying to communicate with someone and it definitely should be fixed. But in any situation, a friendship or a romantic partner, this is not a good communication style to tell a person how badly they're doing something instead of giving them a solution or to ask them how they feel about why it's taken a little bit longer or what do they feel about it not going as planned. Certain things like that and giving them the motivation to continue rather than trying to defeat them before they even really get started. So judgment. Judging is horrible of course because not everyone wants to be judged uh or criticized right maybe the project or the space that they're in it's not ready to be released it's not they're not in a space for them to handle the criticism the judgment that comes along with what you might have to say sometimes people are just in a space of i just want to be heard i want you to hear me And I think when we want to say what we want to say, our criticism about what it could be and how to fix it, it's usually something that we come from our own space of wanting to just fix it for them rather than actually just being there for them to release whatever they need to release, to be there to just hold them and come up with their own solutions for resolving their issues. And to resolve some issues, I think it requires people ability to do some self-reflecting. It requires us to look at our roles that we play within this uh, communicating back and forth. And what are we doing to entice a person or intentionally make them mad uh, how are we bringing the emotion that we have from a previous situation or things that we thought about that we didn't get out from a previous situation? and now we're bringing it into a current argument um, and it's it's cycle back around, you know sometimes we're we're arguing about the exact same thing over and over and over again because. We feel as though the person did not hear it. They didn't listen to it prior. We didn't actually address it. We didn't come up with a solution. So to fix the communication issue, the the people that are involved must sit down and actually have a conversation about what's going on, what the other person actually feel and be open enough to listen to that. So a good way to know that you're in a healthy relationship is when you do have that person that's willing to listen When you have a person that instead of judging you right off the bat, they're willing to understand you. They're willing to go through whatever that you have to say and listen and hear it out and not really even speak. And I know that's hard to do. Not speaking while someone is telling their truth is hard to do, especially when you really are not in a space of wanting to hear it. So being able to sit there and listen to the key factors. And for some of us, we go through this processing phase. So we hear it. We do not address what we need to address right then and there because that's not our communication style. We like to sit on it and think about what they just said to us. So for people who like want the answers right then and there, you have to also remember that not everyone can come up with the answers right on the spot. Some of us like to process things. Some of us like to gather our thoughts and kind of go back through everything that a person said and then we come up with what the solution is. We come up with what we feel, what they said, and how it we took it, right? How it impacted us. And that's a great way of like stepping back to really put in place like the entire situation. So I want to talk about, um, lastly, really good signs that you're able to be your authentic self is when you can be just you. I remember, I'll tell you a story before I get started. I remember having to compartmentalize who I was. So pieces of myself. I had a creative friend. I and I kind of still have this, but I have a creative friend, I have an intellectual friend, I have a person who goes to school. So I had segments of my life, you know, separated as if I needed it that way, right? And that's how I seen my relationships with people that I needed it to be that way, us so separated, because when you find something that you're that you have in common with a person. And you don't know their depth, right? You don't know how deep they go and everything about them. So what you connect with, like my artsy friends, we connect being artsy. We connect doing some form of art. And I know that I find enjoyment while doing this. And I know that they connect it with art as well in some form of of fashion, whether that's poetry, singing, Uh, drawing, whatever form it is that they take and they use, we still can make a connection. But that's not to say that they cannot be intellectual as well. When I found a person that I was able to be everything, I was able to be my funny self, my sad and depressed self, and I I touched on that just a little bit, but I I wasn't able to tell my full story about what made me sad or everything that was occurring, but I did open up to an extent of being able to share that I was scared at certain points and I've never done this. Like I've always was taught to be strong and not to shed tears and not to cry in front of people. So I think being vulnerable with a person helped me know that this was our authentic relationship. However, there are some setbacks and I'll tell you and explain it later. Um So another thing is when you're just being who you are in all facets, you don't have to compartmentalize and only be that way with a certain group of people. You're able to kind of go through the range. And I had a friend where I could go through the ranges of who I was. I can be vulgar um, because my public perception means a lot to me, right? How people perceive me. Based off what I showed them, that means a lot to me. And so with this person, it wasn't, it was more relaxed. I could be me. I could be vulgar. I can be intellectual. I could be spiritual. All the the pieces of who I am, I could be with them. And I didn't recognize this because what complicated the situation is that I was coming from we're friends. I could be myself. I'm being authentic with a friend. However, I said that I had issues with um, abandonment and attachment issues with my paternal side of my family, which means that I have a a troubling factor that limits romantic relationships with partners. I have an inability sometimes and I've had, because I'm working on that now, an inability to connect emotionally with romantic partners like I would a friend, like I would a stranger. I could release my emotions on a stranger much easily than I could do a romantic partner. I could release my emotional, um, my emotions on a friend, rather than a romantic partner. So I was able to share with a friend, I don't know why my mind works this way, but it does and maybe you can relate, that you're able to share a lot more of your emotions with a person that you consider a friend rather than a person that you are romantically involved with. For me, that was my case. And I was in a space Where I just wasn't ready to admit that that's what I was doing. But behind the scenes, developing um, true emotions for a person that allowed me to just be me. Developing a deeper relationship with a person that allowed me to just be authentic. And to show up as my full self. And not a piece of me. But unable To cross the threshold and say that this is how I actually feel. Not being able to fully express everything that I felt and then it becoming too late. But I recognized when I was in that space that I was in a healthy relationship. I was in a healthy friendship with a person. And I was fully showing up as me. Every piece of me was there except being able to fully admit how I felt being able to show up like I, I was with this person. So what did I do and how was it resolved? Um, I just did a live and I explained that being able to share who I am and who I was with a person allowed me to then come up with this quote that we mirror one another I can see pieces of me that are in you and you show me the good and the bad and in every relationship that we develop people show us who we are pieces of ourselves um but they show us essentially who we are because we're, we're attracted to them because it's something within them that reminds us of us. And even if it's negative, it, it reminds us of us and we're comfortable with it. We're comfortable with whatever they're displaying with us. Even though we, we want to change it, even if we say we find something negative within a person, right? And we see it as being negative. We address it because we see it in them but we're not addressing it because we see it in ourselves or we try to disassociate it from being what we do and we label it to what they do. But that's a whole different conversation. But I was able to find out that we mirrored one another. We had similarities down to the core of our being, right? Our personalities mashed and you have to be ready Um, emotionally when you meet a person that you are able to show up as you and your authentic self especially if you're coming from old emotions like I said previously in this podcast when you're coming from a space of old emotions and old feelings and ideas for example my abandonment issue and my attachment issue Coming from those places, I knew that if I develop a relationship with a friend and now it becomes a romantic uh, partnership, that there's pieces of me that I wanted to remain hidden. And there's pieces of them that I did not want to see. And that is the important part of how you need to address or what you need to address, sorry about that, what you need to address to really have healthy relationships. Because when I figured out that I wanted to remain hidden in certain areas from a person that I'm supposed to be as open as possible with, that is where I know will be my downfall in every relationship because I want to hide. This small piece. It don't matter if it's small or not. But this piece of me. And there's always going to be an issue based off this one piece that I refuse to share. And then for me to have a gap. Me wanting a person to be open as possible with me. And to share as much as possible with me. But here's the kicker. I'm afraid of what I might see as they begin to open up i'm afraid of what i might get and i think coming from a traumatic experience or background we all have this we want to be trusting we want to have trust in a relationship but we're coming from a space of being so scared that we don't know what we might get when they open up to us we don't know what might be there and we don't know if we can handle it but the the How we handle it is we work on ourselves to understand what is hidden within ourselves and what we're choosing to hide from people and not explain to people, especially romantic partners. I can't stress this enough because when you're romantically involved, it's you being open with a lot of stuff that sits heavy on your heart. Because if you're going to share that and they can share it back with you, then you have a really open relationship to the point where people know your triggers. And you have to sit down and have a conversation about, you know, what my triggers are and can we not go there? Okay, I know what your triggers are. Can we not go to that point? Can we not stoop that low to purposely pull on each other's triggers and purposely get each other to that point? extent that angry right you have to have that conversation right off the bat but when you're working with developing relationships you have to address those hidden things within yourself because when someone else bring up their hidden things you won't be as shocked you won't be so taken back you won't be like, oh no, 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 you won't be scared anymore, right? You will embrace whatever comes along with them because y'all have worked up to this point to develop a relationship of trusting, of being open with each other, and now you're ready to move on to the next phase. So healthy relationships coming from a place of still having trauma can be difficult, It can be difficult to navigate having a healthy relationship because how you show up is from a place of those old emotions and when you're coming from a place of old emotions it gets tricky because you're still feeling those in a current situation but they are old emotions right and what I have done is I I have gone to a therapist for majority of my life but more recently, to address relationships with people that I have. And I figured out that, and I've known this for a very long time, but I'm very closed off with people. And for me personally, I have superficial relationships. And I would call people acquaintances, but not actual friends. Because a lot of people, even if you've known me for a, a good amount of time, right, years Right, what do you actually know about me? I keep myself as a mystery. I just had this conversation with my therapist that I keep and I show people what I want to show them, and I am who I am, how I am with them, and we all we all kind of do this in a way, but I know for me that's what I've been looking into. I am who I am with certain people. I show up how I show up with certain people. And I show up differently. And I don't say like I'm doing it in a fake way. But if I know that you are my artsy friend, I show up as my artsy self. If you are artsy and spiritual, I show up as my artsy and spiritual self. If you are my intellectual friend, I show up as my intellectual self. But I have pieces of myself that I just like to combined together and when I met a person a few years ago and we developed a relationship developed a relationship and I was able to pull all of their dynamic look boom it's not personalities it's one personality I guess but I was able to pull all the complexities (laughs) that they have within their personality and the depth of who they were. And then I was adding in the depth of who I I am into the equation. And then now, from years later, I'm able to look at that and say, wow, okay, this is what made that relationship good. We had good communication. We showed up and we shared. We were vulnerable in a space. We showed up authentically as ourselves every part of ourselves our goofy selves our funny our intellectual our spiritual selves we showed up as who we know we are not pieces of ourselves but we showed up authentically as who we are we we had outings where we could talk we we spent time together um to develop like a sense of what do you like? What do you like? We were able to develop a sense of understanding for the other person and what their life is like. And we were being able to be open enough to see small details that maybe someone else didn't recognize about each other. But we were able to do that because we spent more time not being, you know, digitally connected and you know, plugged in, but when we spent time together, it was quality time, really talking about what we have gone through. So when I come up with what made my relationship with this individual healthy, I have to go back into understanding how we communicated, how we were open with each other, and what made us feel comfortable enough to share because, Not everybody you're going to be comfortable enough to share everything with. I still have friends that I know and we have superficial conversations. We do. We have superficial conversations because we are not comfortable enough to be vulnerable. I have friends that that were in foster care with me and some I'm not friends with anymore but Some, we never discussed our experience. Like we got on panels, we got to share on panels. But after that panel was done, that was the end of the conversation. I don't know what they have gone through their entire, you know, you know, you you, you get these superficial questions. How many homes have you been in um, about this, this, right? You get these superficial questions, but not to the extent of how you, how did that make you feel? Oh my gosh, like that is We never had those discussions. And with this person, I was able to have deep conversations with them. How it made us feel. What did we see? What was the outcome of it? And we really questioned each other. So when you're thinking about a healthy relationship, it's about vulnerability. Are you comfortable with being vulnerable? And then you have to understand this. If you're comfortable with being vulnerable, you also have to be comfortable with being hurt. Because there's going to be some pain within your vulnerability. And oh, for me, my pain came from not being able to share. As our relationship developed, my end. Wasn't able to completely share might end before it was too late. What I don't want to happen is you meet a person and and things are wonderful. And believe me, you're going to have your complicated moments. It's, it's not just without. You're going to make mistakes. They're going to make mistakes. But mistakes and like betrayal are two different things. They're not going to try to betray you. But a mistake of, you know, taking a pain point and stumping on it all over the place. (laughs) Ah, Why did I use stumping all over it? But they take your pain point and they display it. Like, so whatever triggers you, they take it and they use that as a weapon against you. Sometimes, you know, we do this. So maybe that's their mistake because they don't know how to properly communicate. And so we feel triggered and we, we take theirs and we use it against them. And so it's an ever back and forth battle. But that's not proper, right? So that's a mistake that we can discuss, we can talk about, and we cannot go there again, right? But betrayal is something different. And when you have healthy relationships, you're not going to get betrayal. And play this, some people might betray you. I don't know. But when you're working actively and the other person is working actively, there's going to be miscommunication. There's going to be times where they don't get it. They don't they don't understand. So you got to lay it all the way out to the lowest point. Right. Be um, as transparent as possible and not use quotes and, you know, metaphors, but plain English and just say it what it is, what it is, what it is. This is it. Nothing more, nothing less, right? Because that's how some people need to hear it. (laughs) I know I'm pausing. (laughs) I'm pausing so much because I'm, I'm really realizing that, whew, I'm really realizing that I needed this a couple of years ago. I needed the thought process a couple of years ago. And um, when I said that you experience pain, sometimes you won't be able to get these moments back to tell a person how you truly feel. And when you have something authentic with a person and you don't take that opportunity, it can be gone. And then you're left here like me, just sitting here reflecting and thinking. And you're like, oh, look at this epiphany. (laughs) Look at that. Ah, everything is so open now. I can see clearly. But when you're young in your twenties, you're not, you're not thinking like this. Your mind is not on this. And mine's was not on this. Mine's was not on um, healthy relationships. I mean, I knew they were important, and that was what I always advocated for. But there was a gap where I, I advocated for it, but I didn't know how to. Manifested. I didn't know how to bring it forth. I didn't know how to develop it. I didn't know what it meant to be in a healthy relationship. And I'm still learning how and what it means to be in a healthy relationship or what I need to do personally to develop one. But at least I'm closer than I was a couple of years ago when I didn't communicate anything about transitioning from a friend to a romantic partner an expression to my romantic partner that I have some issues that I'm still working out, that I, I don't trust fully. I don't let down my guard fully. I can't be my entire self with people. I I compartmentalize relationships. I never sat here and told certain people this and I think that now I'm in a space of seeing and watching friends pass away before you're able to talk to them is a wake up call to to tell everything like to express yourself authentically and I know I keep say I keep saying the same word but really it's true you have to express yourself as authentic as possible even when it sounds like you're just rambling ramble on until that piece come out that that special piece that needs to come out and they're like oh so you said all of that to say this and it's like yes yes I did but it's out And now you heard it. So what are you going to do with it? So I hope that kind of makes sense. I did just ramble with this podcast. I did not really have like official notes together. But that's like all of my podcast episodes. I really don't have like a script anymore. Um, I think I will get back to a script of like bullet points of what I want to discuss. But this was on a spare of the moment because yesterday... the day before I believe that it was the day before yet the day before yesterday so I believe it was Tuesday and I was like I told you in the earlier uh segment of this podcast I found an email from an old friend of mine and they laid out everything um about our relationships both good and bad our our cycle they laid it out and I knew that we would go through a cycle. Like I was fully aware of what that cycle was and I was fully aware of why we went through that cycle. Um, But I put it into perspective after I lost them to be able to reflect on this and say, oh, okay, oh, okay. We no longer have that cycle. And It's because I was too stubborn to break it. And within his email, it basically said that we both have some growing up to do. And that was a wake-up call for me to realize that, yes, I do have to still grow up. I, I am still making mistakes and I don't have all the answers at this phase of my life. But I'm willing and open to learn them. And to work on my relationship with myself, my relationships with other people, and how I choose to show up with in that relationship with another person. How I choose to show up for myself. And I think that this person was able to teach me that even though they are no longer here. They were still able to teach me that lesson that I need to learn. I do want to say this before I go. I created it's funny that I created a poem. So our our spirits, we know these things, we know that we gotta to connect to these things because I created a poem years ago when I was in college about being and showing up as me, my authentic self. I need to show up as me and I need to tell the world who I am instead of having this person think I'm this way, this person. And I am this way. Believe me, I am. Um, And, like, my personality wouldn't change. Like, I wouldn't be, like, a a mean person over here by being an open person over here. No, that's not what I I mean. But I would be, uh, I would just show up differently. I would give people a different perspective of who I am. But what this person has, you know, really instilled in me is that go back and look at your old poems and look at the words that you used. Because I shouted myself out and said that I need to, you know, tell the world who I am and stop hiding behind this mask um, and eluding, like who I am and what I stand for and just be solid in what I stand for and who I am and who I want to be, who I want to develop into and be authentic with what that is. And truthful with what that is. And I wrote a poem about it a few years ago. And I just remembered um, Tuesday when I read that, that email. I remembered that I had a, a poem about showing guys showing up as me and just being who I am. And allowing the world to just see me. And not caring about what they think. Just showing up as me and not caring what they think. So I do want to thank my friend who um, ended up giving me a lesson that is a tough one. But nonetheless important one. A very important one. And to end off this podcast as to say express yourself with those that you care about. And do not let a, a day go by. Without admitting what you feel, because there's going to be a time where you can't do it. And when you figure out that you can't do it, you might question, well, why me? Why did I have to go through this? And as I thought about this, I said to myself, I appreciate that it was me. I appreciate that this happened to me. Because I can't say for certain what the future would have held. I can't say if I would have learned this lesson. Had this whole situation not happened. I can't say that I would have learned this. I would have done it like this. I don't know how I would have handled the situation. Had I got the email sooner. Had I matured a little bit faster. But. Every situation that we go through teaches us, and some of the lessons that we learn are very hard and very emotional. But the question is, are you willing to be hurt and vulnerable with yourself and with the the people that you know means the world to you that are special in your life? Because you can't go throughout life without pain, without mistakes, but you can understand your faults and how to navigate it and learn the lessons that need to be learned and make the connections that need to be made and enjoy the time that you have with them. And take as many pictures as possible and write as many notes as possible so that when, you know, you don't have the opportunity anymore, you at least still have the memories. And I don't know if this podcast was like a little sad, but hopefully your week ends off nicely. Hopefully you have a glorious weekend and beginning of next week. I hope that you have a nice week as well and I thank you I really do appreciate you listening to this podcast and helping us to expand and keeping me accountable so thank you and quahiri